Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? This episode of Another VO Podcast is sponsored by Headphone. If you're looking for something new to listen to during that long commute to work, that trying workout, or just for funsies, check out Headphone, a premium audio show platform. They've got comedies, romance, and even thrillers and horrors like Dracula and Dark Matter. So check it out at headphonewithanf.co.in. Use code AnotherVOPOD10 to get 10% off your first month subscription. That's another VO Pod 10 to get 10% off your first month subscription. Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast with three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location. But they have formed a bond and work together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path. Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again? It's It's another another VO VO podcast. podcast. Okay, okay, guys. Sorry. I get it. Come on. You're not my dad's. All right, and welcome back to another VO podcast as we continue talking to uh, Charles Copes. Today, we're going to hold him hostage uh, his whole Friday, it looks like. Um, yeah. Jake, Alden, you guys still hanging in there? You guys okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. Good, good. It's just hot. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, we want to jump right into uh, uh, One Voice uh, because Alden and I did not go. I had hoped to go and I had some things come up like called an HVAC unit that went out and I had Yikes. to take care of that. But um yeah, you uh, even I, had a room ready for you when you came. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, ready. I was gonna, Just I was gonna get way. to meet your wife, and and uh, I was looking forward to yeah. that because uh, I, I, I just. I worried about her after VO Atlanta, you know, <laughs> uh, and you know why, but we won't get into that. But anyway, um, I'd, I'd just like to get you guys to run through, you know, and, and Charles, you can especially talk about the difference uh, from, from NVO Atlanta and OVC. Um, just kind of start us off with that as to the different feel or the different atmosphere. Um, I would say that VO Atlanta is a much bigger event conference. Um, one voice, I think there was maybe like around 450 to 500 people. I'm not sure. Jake, you probably know a more accurate number. Uh, I mean, I think, I think it was 250 to about 300. Oh, really? I think, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. Wow. So a lot small, a lot smaller yeah. from what I understand. So I think one of the bigger differences that I heard was somebody put it as, VO Atlanta is kind of like a Super Bowl game. Like everybody goes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have people from the very beginning of their VO journey um, all the way to the top of their game. And with one voice, it's it's like uh, it's a smaller, more intimate setting. And the people that are there, many of them haven't just started. Um, and some are kind of intermediate uh, voice actors to top of their game. And that's kind of the, the biggest feel difference I had for it. Um, you do find yourself uh, talking to more specific people at One Voice, I found. Uh, because when you're at VO Atlanta, there's so many people. Not in a bad way, though. Not in a bad way at all. Uh, it's just you're just making new friends left and right. And all this <laughs> stuff's happening. And it's just this, whoo, this big whirlwind mm-hmm. of 
of a good time and and lots of learning and there's lots of options to 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 learn i mean it's spanned i mean they even have an international uh, they even have an international uh, uh learning programs and stuff for uh, at vo atlanta which they didn't have at one voice um, another big difference i think is location because vo atlanta is the hotel convention center where it is if you want to go eat not at the hotel you can literally walk like a block and there's like rows of restaurants and stuff everywhere um if you come to one voice you're at dfw airport so you yeah. can't re- so either you're eating at the hotel or you're calling an uber and going at least 15 minutes away to get out of dfw because dfw is like a city in its own and and you know so you're doing that but that also gives room for other people that are wanting to go eat. So then you kind of get connections and you're like, Hey, I got an Uber coming. We're going over here and we want to try Texas barbecue, whatever. Uh, and then you're now you're eating lunch with, you know, some new people, uh, that maybe yep. you wouldn't have had a chance to because it's a more, it's a more intimate setting. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I know Jake, you mentioned that you felt like the networking opportunities were better probably from what you'd heard. Oh, dude. I mean, like, I don't know about what I was expecting at all, but I mean, like, I got in on a volunteer position, uh, honestly, thanks to you and then thanks to JMC, because you saw his post, told me to go see the post, and I think I caught it like 42 minutes after he posted it. I shot him a DM right away, and I'm talking about JMC. I said, hey, I'm interested in a volunteer spot. He immediately responded and said, what's your email? Gave it to him, and he said, great, see you there, and I didn't know what to expect, so I'm thinking, did I get a spot? <laughs> I didn't ask him that. I wasn't going to be like, no, tell me, JMC. No, but uh, um, but then like later that day, it's voiceover. You, you You're not supposed to get a response. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I know. Well, you said later that day, Troy's like, oh, all this, all the volunteer spots have been taken. And I am sitting there going like, well, I didn't get that either. Cause I did apply to a scholarship way back in April or whatever. Yeah. I was like, well, I didn't get that either. And then the next morning I get something from reattendance who is the people who are the people that are, they're kind of partners with gravy with the brain. And they put on the, they put on the whole uh, conference and everything like that. And they like we, offering you a volunteer spot. And they told me what I was going to be doing and whatnot and how that goes about. But I, I was super fortunate because I was like one of five volunteers and we're all wearing red shirts and the shirt literally says, ask me for help. It says one voice staff and on the back said, ask me for help. So people of all walks of VO saw me and they would, they, they had to talk to me essentially if they had anything. And I'm not just talking about the people who are new to VO who are just there to like, you know, learn. I'm talking about like the casting directors ended up talking to me. The agents that were there ended up talking to me. And in turn, because I, you know, I'm checking people into their, their, their workshops. I'm checking people into their, their breakout sessions and stuff like that. And I'm just being myself. Cause I came from a world of, I, I waited tables for like eight years. So I know how to talk to people. I know how to be personal. So that's exactly what I was doing. Every time I check somebody in, I address them by their name. Thanks, Charles. Uh, you know, glad to see you, Charles. Have fun in there. Thanks, Charlotte, for being in there. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. And people are remember, I'm commenting, like, when you when I would scan their thing, their business card picture came up. So I'd say, oh, I love this logo. Oh, I love this picture. Great picture. You know, uh, someone say, are the pictures wild? I was like, oh, there was one guy that just looked dead in the face. And I mean, I mean, there was, there were like, they guys had, people had so many different pictures and things that I could comment. It was just something to kind of break that ice. And then if I saw certain people walking by later on, I'd remember their name and I'd say, hey, so-and-so, you doing all right? Can I help you find something? Sometimes they'd be like, yeah, I'm actually looking for this or like, no, it's okay. But it allowed me to, I I didn't get to really go to anything. I went to a couple of little like breakout talks, which was great to hear. I mostly went to stuff that involved commercial because that's where I'd try to put my focus. But 
I was still able to afterwards go up and give my card to Carol Kimball, give my card to Lala Pitas, like we talked in the last episode. Um, uh, uh, Suzanne Spazzini. I can't remember her last name. Oh, that feels, I feel awful. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Uh, but I mean, I did, I gave my, just, I was able to give my card to a lot of different people and that allowed me to come back uh, and then email them and follow up with them. And I've already made some good connections. I've already started getting auditions from someone I made a connection with at, uh, at One Voice Dallas, you know? So I was in a special position because I was a volunteer. There are a lot of people there that are just there to attend and it's up to them to make those connections. But really, when you're a volunteer, it's up to those other people to come up and ask you for help, which a lot of them did because they didn't know where the rooms were at first. And I said, I would say, sure, let me walk you there. And while we're walking there, I was able to be like, you know, ask them questions like just like, so how's it, how's it going? What, well, what's your class about? Or that's great. Well, by the way, I'm a voice actor. Here's my card. I'd love to have, love to have more conversation with you. Like, okay, great. You know, and, and just able to make those connections. In fact, like, you know, we I got to meet Brad Highland in, in person. He had a little soiree thing uh, one of the nights, but I also just got to talk to him in general. And uh, he asked me what my experience was like. So, you know, on the last day, I said, I've loved it. I've got to talk to everybody and everybody feels like they can talk to me. And he goes, that's that's really a good, that's, that's really a great thing. And it's like, in fact, every time I see you, you're either helping somebody out or you are talking with them and making connections. And he goes, and you really need to push that. And he's like, I'm not saying be overbearing, but you really need to do what you're doing. And I said, that was my goal because obviously I was there for free. I was helping out, but I took advantage of that the most I yeah. could. So I have a different perspective than Charles did because he, he actually attended some of these workshops. I know I checked him in mm-hmm. uh, several times. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, uh, I'm excited to hear what he has to say about some of the stuff he did. But mine is definitely different from people that are just attending the conference. Yeah. You right. know, Right. Yeah. The volunteer thing is a great way to go. Uh, even in Atlanta, if you, you know, I think it's better for people that are newer uh, because they can meet a lot more people. Mm-hmm. They're like you said, they're in and out of the doors. They can put faces with names and and lots of stuff. And like you, the great thing of handing out a card or or whatever. Um, Charles, you went to uh, as Jake has you know ratted you out. You went to some sessions. Tell us about the sessions that you went to and. You don't have to get into a ton of detail, but the different types of things you went to and what you pull from it. Yeah, sure. So, you know, one of the things is. Like I'd mentioned in the last podcast, uh, I don't have an agent yet. And uh, Lollapitas was running a class and it's basically like, ask, a, ask, ask what you want. You know, what kind of connections? How do you keep connections with agents? You know, this and that and the other thing with agencies. Uh, so I took her class and I'll tell you what, she is awesome. That she is like the, I don't know, she reminds me of my aunt. Uh, just larger than life, really cares about you, but is very business oriented, right? So mm-hmm. the information that, that she tells you is business, like how how you need to think, like how you need to think in your business and, and when you're reaching out to agencies, to when you're reaching out for representation, things like that, but also in a caring, loving way. And it's mm-hmm. it's just great. She's just a super person to... <clears throat> to meet and, and chat with. And same thing. She's like, uh, you know, reach out to me next week, which was this week and law, if you're listening, um, I did email you. So just, uh, check your junk mail <laughs> just in case that email went there. Um, but yeah, I learned a lot from that class. I made some, I made some really good connections in that class with also fellow voice actors from the Dallas DFW area. And they're like, Oh, I didn't yep. know you lived here. It's like, I didn't know you lived here. 
And it's crazy <laughs> because you meet these people at these conferences and you've seen each other on social media and in groups and posting. And then you find out you guys are like right down the street from each other, like Jake. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was like literally down the road. And, you know, so so that was a super good experience with hers. Um, I went to Chris McCann's session uh, and it was yeah. um, food stamps to 100K. And just looked at, you know, we talked about the material that was that was in his class and and, and his story and the things I, I connected with so many things that he said, uh, because I'm seeing that, you know, in my journey uh, that that's always ongoing. And, and Chris is a super, super good guy. Like this dude mm-hmm. is a top notch dude. So if you're listening, look, look up Chris McCann. He's, he's a, he's a super, super person to connect with. And then, you know, for free classes wise, for free sessions, I really, I really enjoyed, I took the most notes in Harry Dunn's class and Harry Dunn is, I mean, he's a producer. He's done stuff for like housewives of XYZ, a bunch of different ones. Uh, He was a producer on in living color, like, like all sorts of stuff. And he, uh, I, I spoke with him and like I said, I took the most notes down in his, in his, you know, 50 minute session. And the crazy part is I, I have a friend that I used to play Xbox with and back in the day when we were like our little call of duty clan. And when, when he found out I was getting into voiceover, he's like, I got a friend, his name's Andy Barnett and uh, he's a voice actor and he's a really good friend of, uh, of, uh, of his. And he's like, you should, I'll give you his number and connect with him. So I connected with Andy, like when I started like three and a half years ago. And this is like, you know, COVID's happening and everything now. And I was, <laughs> I was that new person. I was like, so like, what can I do to get an agent? Like, I want to be a voice actor. And and he's like, you guys need to kind of do this thing and this thing. And then I kind of lost touch with him a little bit. And then recently we had, I had messaged him and I was like, Hey, you know, that would have been cool if you were down at VO Atlanta. And he's like, I was there. And I was like, what? You were there? <laughs> and I was like, we probably walked past each other, didn't even notice, you know? And so he was actually a speaker this time. Um, yeah. And it was his VO journey. And then he was also nominated for like three awards. And he won one That's of them. That's so cool. Yeah, and he won one of them. It was a, it was a radio spot. And, and it was... And it was really awesome to meet him, you know, in real life, meet him, meet him face to face, make those real connections, you know, mm-hmm. not saying that you can't make real connections, but that there's just something different when you're face to face, right? Shaking hands, mm-hmm. learning more about him. Now you're in an environment where you can hang out, you could eat lunch together. So oh, yeah. <laughs> to make a short story long, um, Andy was like, <laughs> we're gonna, I, he's from Kansas city. So he's like, you know, Casey barbecue is the best. And so I was like, Amen. well, you need to, <laughs> I was like, you need to try some Texas barbecue. And the closest one to us was hard eight, which hard eight has pretty good ah, barbecue. Yeah. It's good, but it's not. The oh top yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not the top, but it, it's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah. cool. So Chris, Andy and I jumped in his car and we, and we left, we left the hotel and we were, we weren't quite out of DFW yet out of the airport, you know, the toll way there. And he's gets yeah. a call and he's like, Oh, um, my friend's going to be coming also. So we're like, okay, cool. We turned around, went back and we waited for him and Harry Dunn jumps in the back. Right. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, wow. yeah. <laughs> Hey Harry, what's up? 
And he's, That's and, and up, the dude. crazy part is you, you, if you're new in the industry and you go to these conferences, you have this mindset of like, oh, there's Joe Cipriano, there's Mark Ryder, there's all these people that are like these super famous people and they want all these things. And well, you kind of get like this little star starstruck thing. No, there's Dave Fenoy. And and all of a sudden you realize it's like once you have conversations with them, you're like, all right, these dudes are regular people. These, these men and right. women are regular people. They have problems in their lives just like we do. They got a pipe that busted that that's leaking right now. And they're on the phone with a plumber to go fix their pipe at their house while they're at the conference. You know, they put their pants on one leg at a time. And it just, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me that you, you're, you tell yourself like you get all nervous and maybe oh maybe i can't talk to him or uh, maybe and then they're just the friendliest <laughs> nicest regular people out there you know oh 100 yeah. somebody man. did that somebody like, did that to me because they're like hey you're charles the voice from tiktok he's like i follow you oh, and he cool. was like yeah i i saw you the first day and he's like but i didn't want to come up and say anything and to me, I'm like, why wouldn't you want to come up and talk to me? That's hilarious. I'm, like, I'm nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and yeah. and everybody just kind of stack ranks people. And yeah, that yeah, it, yeah, it's it's insane. And so, like, one, if anybody's listening that never been to a VO conference, just go there and talk to everybody. Doesn't matter who they are. Just talk to them as regular people because they're regular people. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. They're, they're I there had that to kind share. Of similar. Yeah. Yeah, I had that similar experience, kind of like so. I, I I came. I volunteered Friday and Saturday. That's when I was there, and I got there a little earlier on Saturday. I uh, I didn't drink any coffee when I left, so I got there and I grabbed because the cafe was right across the stairs from where the uh, conference was and everything like that. And I'm getting coffee, and it's like I'm there early. It's quiet in the restaurant that's right behind the cafe, and I just peek my head around the corner and I see one guy that I've been volunteer with all day yesterday was sitting with Jen Henry and this lady I didn't recognize and this bald guy sitting there. And I was like, okay, I was in that, I was in an improv class with Scott Parkin and Jen Henry yesterday. And she, she said she enjoyed, you know, the stuff that I did. So I'm going to go talk to her. They were eating Mm -hmm. breakfast. I go over there and and I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of walk up and Jen goes, do you want to sit down? Like right away. And I said, sure. I sit down and the bald guy sitting across from her is Mark Mm -hmm. Ryder. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay. Good old Ryder. So, I mean, in my head, that's what I said. I'm like saying, oh, okay. So. Yeah, kind of like your experience with like with Harry Dunn. Like I sat down and we all just just were talking. I was sitting next to Laura Shriver. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys uh, yeah. know her, but she yeah. was there. She was talking to the other volunteers. Name's Chad Fisher. Uh, he's a really cool guy. Um, they were talking about something, and then uh, Jen was like, "You know, sitting between me and Laura, because that way you don't have to talk over me while I'm eating." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, that yeah. totally makes sense." And she's sitting across from Mark Ryder, and I just I know his some of his posts, so I said. Hey, I really like the barn that you just had built. And he's like, Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And he's like, I got, I got, I've been watching my cameras. And, and Jen and I were like, You have cameras on your horse? He's like, Oh, yeah. I used to have 10, but now I only have two. And he's like, See, and he pulls up his phone and he's showing mm-hmm. us, like, Oh, they're out in the pasture right now. <laughs> but like you said, they're just normal people. And yeah, you just yeah. talk there. He asked where I was from. I said, Weatherford. And he's like, Isn't Weatherford famous for something? And then him and Jen started having a conversation about, like, What is what? Is it Kingsford? Is it Kingsford? Uh, <laughs> Uh, what is it charcoal, charcoal and stuff like that it turned out not to be but like it got them on a topic of conversation just watching them like think and process and i'm just sitting here answering questions laura starts asking me about what i do i told her i do voiceover and she starts giving me advice about like looking for e-learning work and whatnot and i'm like what the heck and they're just sitting there yeah. having breakfast yeah. talking i mean it's a great i want to kind of 
It really it is. It is a great community. That's and I cool. want to back up what Charles was saying. If you go to a conference, first time going to a conference, don't be nervous to talk to somebody, no matter who they are, because they're there. They understand it's going to be a conference, first of all. So they're, they're going to have to talk to some people. Mm-hmm. But no one really had an ego that I could tell. You know what I mean? Like, or something that, sure, you might recognize them from something. You might know who they are. And there was a couple people that they introduced them. It's like when Mark, he's like, oh, hey, Jake, I'm Mark Ryder. And I said, nice to meet you. I know who you are. Like, I did say that. I was like, I know who you are. Like, but um, they're just people, like you just said. And that's that's what making connections is all about, is is knowing that they're people and showing them that you're people yep. too, you know? Yep, exactly. Yeah. That's good stuff. I, and uh, my first trip to VO Atlanta, I was uh, very hesitant to talk to a lot of people because of what Charles said. You know, you only mm-hmm. been in VO a year and a half. You're, you're fairly new. Mm-hmm. When you go back the second time, I had a lot more confidence. And then as you had the experience, I had people recognizing me for, from the VO Life group. And we had about, I don't know, six, eight people there from the group. And, you know, we were trying to tribe together and go out to Mm -hmm. eat and do different things because I wanted them to feel, you know, as as a big a part of it as, you know, I did not feel like the year before. Mm -hmm. And I wanted them to feel included and, and, uh, and, you know, it helps. Uh, Yeah, you, you don't, you don't realize what you know until you're around a lot of people who are newer and Mm -hmm. you don't really (laughs) realize sometimes what you don't know. Um, Kind of flipping back to the interview stuff we were talking about and we were talking about terms and and we've made fun of the VO term, but I will, I remember the first time some guy asked me, uh, how many, uh, pickups I was going to give. And I had no idea what a pickup was. This was really early on. And one of the next things I did, I found a, uh, a glossary of voiceover terms online and I learned them. I studied them and learned them because there were so many in there. I, and there's still some, I'm sure, that I don't know. But it just, gosh, it's amazing. You don't know what you don't know, and you do know what you don't know or whatever mm-hmm. the crap it is. Right. Yeah, and that first time we met, Troy was, you know, he was gracious enough to uh, to to have us all meet at the, uh, the extravagant uh, Waffle House. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, everyone's yeah. on the same ground. Yeah. Well, but I have to admit this, and, and and of course the the what's the name of the restaurant across? Is it Malone's? I think that the yeah, steak, I think it's the Malone's steak place, yeah. and it's excellent. Yep. I mean, it's mm. good food. But outside of that, the Waffle House meal was actually was one of the good. better meals I had for the money. It, it was pretty wrong. good. I mean, we waited yeah, outside of bad. that other that Cajun restaurant, and it was just we. It was just, they were skipping us. We couldn't get in because the group why. was kind of big. And and then, of course, everybody else is kind of running around eating at the same time. And, uh, yeah. hey, Waffle House was fun. You know, we yeah, got Waffle out of there without any scratches great. and bumps. So, <laughs> yeah, we had to spread out a little, yeah. but it was it was OK. It was OK. I, I think the well, conference thing is so fun. Mm-hmm. And, and I, mm-hmm. I, I really hope I can go to uh, to Dallas next year because it's different. You know, I think I'd like to see the the smaller deal and and uh be a part of that mm-hmm. um did, uh, i know charles went to the awards yeah so talk talk a little bit about that ceremony and how you know the electricity and kind of how that went. yeah um they it was it was great it was a great experience for me i wasn't nominated for anything but i had a lot of friends that did and i wanted to support them and just experience an award ceremony and so i was there the tables are assigned randomly the, the, the table places, you have your own seat and your own space uh, at the tables. And I was, I was 
fortunate to sit with the people that I was. Um, Ian was there. Um, George Detack was there with his wife at my table. Yeah. Uh, there was, was a couple nice other guy. folks that were that were at the table there that uh, I think I, I want to say her name is Miyoko. She flew in from Japan because she was nominated uh, for an award. She flew in that day yeah. too. Yeah. Whoa. She had Japanese candy that she put out on that empty yeah. table. Did you yeah. see that? Dude, green tea Kit Kats. <laughs> yeah. Green That's tea so Kit popular Kats. over there. And so, you know, it was, it was great uh, sitting with them, having conversations with everybody at the table and just the award ceremony itself. Uh, it was uh, Erica. Oh, oh, last name. Erica J? No, not Erica J. Um, she was the voice of God. She was the announcer. <laughs> And, um, she did a great job and then she actually won an award also. And it was, it was just great. It was cool to see everything live. Like it felt like the Emmys kind of, you know, kind of a deal. And it was just great cheering for colleagues, just cheering for these people that have worked hard in, you know, to, to, to do these voiceovers in all these different genres and, they get to go up there and say something about it. And I always used to be kind of like, oh, you know, these award ceremonies, they're just, they're just the doing it, the actors doing it for the actors. You know, they don't care about anybody else. <laughs> and I really realized that there's, there's so much work that goes into being a voiceover artist. And when you get nominated, just to get nominated for something is amazing. Uh, but for you to win that category against some stand up stuff, you know, yep. like I was thinking of, you know, there's thoughts that go through your mind. I'm like, okay, like uh, this is a commercial that, yeah, I, I should have put something in for the commercial read. And then you hear the, the, you know, you look at the names and you hear the final spot because when the, when the, the winner of the award of the category is called up, they play their, they play that voiceover, whatever it was, the commercial, the radio ad, the e-learning, the, the, the character, the oh, video game, cool. uh, they play it and they put it on the screen and it's cool as they're, you know, walking through the, the tables to go up to the stage. And it's cool to hear it. And then you hear it and you're like, whoa, like, look at that's whew, like, that would have been no wonder yeah, they won, no wonder they thing, won right? right? Because it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just the camaraderie, everybody just rooting for everybody. It's just this big, giant, positive oh, ball of energy cool. and everybody's mm-hmm. having a good time. And of course, there's the red carpet. So like everybody's lined up to get their pictures uh, in front of the wall and stuff. And that was kind of cool to see everybody doing that also. Yeah, 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 neat experience. Yeah, fantastic experience. And and there's there's so much energy at a conference anyway, <laughs> you know, because there's so many creatives there, and all this mm-hmm. is going on, and all the interactions and and stuff, and then to culminate it into an award ceremony. That's you know, I can imagine the uh, uplift of even more energy, and to see these you know folks get up there, and 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 I've listened to a couple of the acceptance speeches that people have posted was wonderful to hear that they're all, you know, they're funny. You can see all the personality in all these folks. And, you know, we're all, I think we're all so, so unique in so many ways. And then to hear a lot of that come out and you, and like you just said, they're just, we're all just people, you know, you, yeah, they, they have the same struggles that we do, maybe different types of struggles, you know, and, and, uh, I, I won't forget earlier this year, we had a, we lost one of our uh, horses and Mark, Mark and I talk, I mean, I've coached with Mark a lot and we talk quite a bit, or I should say writer. He likes to be called writer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and we share stuff back and forth in messenger and stuff, but he, boy, he really 
checked on me a lot for a couple of days, you know, cause he knew that was a big loss for us. And, you know, and he was very curious as to how it happened and what happened. Cause he's thinking, I want to prevent that mm-hmm. with my horses. Yeah. And this was one mm-hmm. of those colic issues where they get a twisted gut and sometimes it'll release and go back. Sometimes they can fix it. And other times it's so twisted that they're going to pass pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately that's what happened. But, you know, to see the real side of people like that and to know some of the real side of them is great. And you'll get to do that at a conference. If you'll relax and be yourself and talk to people, it's really mm-hmm. important. Um, so we, we didn't finish everything in the interview and I know Alden had some, some other questions too. And I want to give him the opportunity the last, you know, five, 10 minutes that we're talking about OVC or whatever, if there's other things that you guys wanted to bring up and, and ask Charles about, I know we talked about the genres he does. I yeah. love fo- following him on TikTok. Uh, he tag yeah. he tags me in a lot of stuff and I appreciate that. I love watching the stuff, the, the, uh, you know, the VO challenges or the collaborations people do where you can get on and do reads and, and all, it's a lot of fun. And it's another way for people to practice. Um, if you get those opportunities to get on there and do that, I TikTok for me, unfortunately is a place I go to, to be totally stupid. I don't know. Why. That's okay, uh, man. <laughs> it's just a place to do it. I don't, I don't, you know, I always hope, I hope producers and casting directors don't ever look at my TikTok, but really they're just going to see me being me. It's just a little more the comedic side, not so serious and trying to have fun or being sarcastic. And it's a good place to put that kind of stuff. But, uh, Alden, did you, didn't you have maybe some other questions? Well, you I, I had or? a question we didn't get to in the last episode where we were interviewing Charles was Charles, you won, you were the winner of the JMC demo giveaway. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that experience. Okay. Yeah. So where did you win it? Uh, at, uh, VO Atlanta last year or earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Like, did you win a demo or the big 25 no, no. package? That he no, gave that away? was, okay. that was offered at the, for the first time at, at one voice. But last oh, okay. year, I mean, there's like 1,400 people there or something like that. It's mm-hmm. a crazy number. Yeah. And they were giving out tickets for the final day for the closing ceremony. And JMC, you know, they'd given out all the prizes and stuff. And and JMC's like, hey, you know what? We're going to do one more. He goes, I'm going to give away a free demo. And everybody's like, oh, we're like, yeah. Because I'm just happy for somebody's going to get a, <laughs> you know, the demo, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, it's like pulling... Tickets literally out of a hat? tickets out of a yeah. tickets out of a hat. Whoa! And then he reads the numbers off, and I was like, "Shut the front door!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my lanta, right? Like that's my number, and I had to read I it. I remember again. the look on your face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." I, I just looked at Trent. I was like, "Well, I guess I'm walking up there." He like, looked at me, he looks at me. He stands <laughs> up and he looks around like this is real. <laughs> like you know, this is, it was like, really this neat. is real life. Like, <laughs> it was really neat. You get up there and he's like, "I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, I'm not giving it." Right. Floated to the stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just <laughs> hovered like to the stage, um, and it's great. I and it was you know I could pick some demos. I I already have a, a commercial demo, uh, and it was done by Chuck mm-hmm. Duran, and it's doing well for me. It's still mm-hmm. it's still up to date. Um, so I was thinking. I didn't know what demo to get next. Cause now instead of like, okay, I need to think about this and I need to get this demo. And that's been on my mind. And I'm looking up prices. It was just, which demo would you like? And I'm thinking, I have no idea what I, what, which demo I want, you know? So I, he reached and, you know, he was, I think he was flying to Europe like the next day or the day after, of course, of course he's flying someplace. He's always, yeah, so yeah. he's like, Hey, <clears throat> let me, let me get back from, you know, this stuff. And in like two weeks, just, we'll, we'll connect and this and that. And I was like, 
you know, I, I wrote him and I was like, you know, I, I don't necessarily know which genre I should do this uh, demo for. And, you know, he's like, listen, you know, I sent him some of my stuff. I've sent him some of the work I did. I sent him my demos. I sent him uh, stuff like that. And he's like, you know, I, I would suggest this one or this one. And, and so I went with an explainer demo and I mm-hmm. love it. And nice. I've already gotten work from it. And nice. working with him is, I mean, he, what you see is what you get with that guy. Like he, right. what you see is what you get. He's going to be on time. He's going to message you back quickly. Uh, he, when he says, Hey, it's going to be pretty relaxed. I'm going to give you, give you a little bit of coaching as we go. I'm going to ask you to do this and that. And it was exactly what he said. It was a super, and, and once again, you know, you get that feeling inside. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be one-on-one. I'm going to be coached by James. He's going to direct me through this, you know, all that little stuff comes up. And then it's, it's like, James, he's a regular guy. You know, I mean, he's very, he's very focused on his business and what he does. But like, when you just talk to him one-on-one, he's just a regular dude. Mm -hmm. And, and he made it really comfortable for me. We went through, we got done with that session in probably 45 minutes. And he's like, Hey, give me a couple weeks, uh, to, to get it all, get it all, uh, mastered and, and put the music in and sound effects and all that stuff. And he'll send it over to you. And he, and he sent it over to me and it was, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's a great spot and it's things that I love. DeLonghi, it's DeLonghi, yep. uh, because I have a DeLonghi espresso machine. I love coffee and espresso. It's, <laughs> um, DJI drones because I don't have one and I want one really bad. And I've talked about <laughs> them and I look up, I watch D, you know, drone videos and stuff all the time. Uh, it's crown Royal 29 year special reserve edition, whatever, because out of the, out of drinks, when I drink, I, I like to drink crown. And it was, I used to be in the medical field and one was Cardia mobile, the, uh, the mobile EKG, uh, and it connects to your phone with the app. And I connected with all of them, with all those spots. And so Mm -hmm. they were, they were perfect for me and I felt natural reading them. They didn't feel out of character for me. Uh, and it, and that's part of the reason along with his coaching and his, you know, awesome staff that, that audio engineers and producers, it, it came out fantastic. Yeah, but that was awesome. it was it was kind of out of body. I was like, no, I didn't win. I did win. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then at one voice yeah. he gave away like a twenty five thousand dollar package of like twenty demos. It was like every demo you want any demo you can oh, possibly wow. get. It's like and then you have to do it within two years, I think it was. So Yeah. And some guy named yeah, Brian. Kudos to Brian. If you're listening, uh yeah, that's awesome, dude. Wow. One thing yeah, I yeah. had the same experience. I thought it was great. Yeah, one thing I do want to mention, though, about One Voice, um, I know we're getting on time, but uh, the keynote speaker, Troy Baker. Troy yeah. Baker. Troy Baker. Mm-hmm. He was uh, one of the actors on Last of Us, and he mm-hmm. was talking about, you know, my couple of things that, uh, like, bits of advice. And one that really hit me hard was being on time. And he mm-hmm. gave a story about how that being on time uh, really hurt him when he wasn't doing that because he wasn't respecting other people's time. And mm-hmm. I, and I tend to do that sometimes is like, okay, I got all this stuff going. Yeah. I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll meet you at five, but then I don't get to there till five Oh five. And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, my, my, uh, people on the set were calling me Troy late Baker or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, like my nickname is Charles late Coates. You know, because that was just kind of the known thing, right? I, I played drums. Mm-hmm. I played drums in the band at church and they always give me the Charles time. 
Okay, everybody be here. Everybody be here at 8.30, uh, Charles time, 8.15. Like, and it's this running joke, right? And I really thought about that and it, and it, and it really hit home. And I was like, yeah, I, I need to do better to do that. And then he mm. talked about a lot of other great things. His, I really, really liked his opening uh, keynote speech. But yeah, the, the, even the keynote was, was fantastic. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm, happy that mm-hmm. I was there for it. And I'm yeah, sorry for the yeah. people that had classes during the keynote speech. Cause I, I oh, feel yeah. like that should have, yeah. that's, my, that's yeah. one. They did not plan that part that well in my opinion. Things. Cause there were a lot of people that were like, but I want to go to the keynote speech. He's like, but this is a yeah, paid workshop. But you paid for this one and it starts, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and they can bad. watch it on replay. No problem. Literally like it's right after same. it's done, they can watch it. Yeah. But it's just not the same. It's that everybody's right. there, keynote speakers there. You're pumped up, and bam! Now you're starting the conference. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. Right. You want to be in the room where it happens. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you sharing the the demo experience because I think that makes a lot of people nervous. But like you, you know, I did my commercial demo. We were done in forty minutes mm-hmm. or so, and yep. of course, I felt insecure about being done so quickly. And I did mine like the week before VO Atlanta mm-hmm. recorded with him. And of course I talked to him at VO Atlanta and I said, you know, it kind of worried me that it went so fast. He said, when you know what you're doing, it doesn't take long. Yep. And that was a great compliment that really boosted my confidence, you know, but um, yeah, I love the way he, he, uh, we were doing one read on there and he said, I really want to take this left field. It's just, I just got a feeling. And he said, can you do this? You know, I don't know if I've ever heard you do this. Mm. And when I did it, he was, I could see him on there. Of course he was in in mute, but he was dying laughing, watching me do it, you know, and it was so good. And I have that happen in a directed session a couple of weeks ago on a game and, and the people were just, you know, cracking up at the way I was doing whatever part it Mm. was. I love, (laughs) love seeing people happy with what you do because we don't get to ever see that, you know, it's so neat to see. That's the great thing about live directed sessions. It it is. You get the feedback. And if anybody's listening and they're afraid of doing a live directed session, I am at the point and I'm probably sure these guys are too, that we welcome live directed sessions. We want that to happen. I ask for it a lot. I even price it in, in my uh, quotes, a lot of time I'll put in there, you know, since this is a short read, to be happy to do a live direct or jump on a mm-hmm. Zoom, Zoom while I record and, and I'll offer it up because I think it's great. Yeah. And, and, and that's it's so much better quick, to fix a great that. marketing thing oh, yeah. it, for yourself. It is. And it's, it's so much easier than the back and forth. You know, if you send it and they go, well, could you do it a little more like this? And they send back an email and you send it back and you send it back and you're back and forth. And usually if they ever send and ask for anything to be redone, I go ahead and say, hey, can we jump on a Zoom call? I want you to hear me live. And they, yeah. they usually yep. will. But um, fortunately, you know, you know, don't have to do that very often. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but welcome yeah. those, you guys. But w- if anybody's listening, welcome those. And, yeah, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. doing an interview, Don't maybe your first, maybe your first interview you've ever done, you're real super nervous, but after a while you've done 10, 12 interviews, you're like, okay, I know, how, yeah. I know how to do these interviews. So now, mm-hmm. you know, you do your first one, you're going to be nervous. I was, I was nervous. Thank yeah. goodness. I had an awesome, oh, yeah. awesome audio engineer that just yeah, calmed that me helps. down, made me, made me feel comfortable. And was like, hey, I'm on your side here. Like, don't worry about it. I, I'm taking care of everything. You just do the talking part. And, yeah. and I'm, I've worked with him again. I've worked with that same audio engineer three times now. And I worked with one the other day for an Evan Williams Apple uh, that's going to be on MLB and Apple Plus uh, and Apple TV on MLB uh, channel and, and Apple TV. And he asked me, he's like, hey, 
uh, get on with me about 15 minutes early, which mm-hmm. I do that now. And we just kind of chit chatted before, got all the level set, made sure everything was good. Yep. I asked him about it the client. The too. I asked him yeah. about the client. Yeah. I was like, hey, what do they like? Like, wh- what do they like and what do they not like? You know, can you give mm-hmm. me some feedback? And then also for me, whenever I do a retake on something, I, I click like that. And yeah. I told him that. And so he knew that, okay, great. I'm going to be able to edit quicker because I know what he's doing. So just have yeah. that communication because it's going to go smoother mm-hmm. in the end. You know, that that's, yep, it's, a, for it's sure. a great opportunity for you. Yeah, yeah, they are. And like you said, getting on early with the engineer is also awesome. I had that this week with that Pfizer spot and they, uh, they were just so super. And, and it was my first female engineer. Oh, it oh, seems nice. like I've had a guy every yeah. time. And yeah, this, I've never she had a female was the nicest, engineer. nicest person. And she literally um, bailed me out of a couple of, <laughs> a couple of things because they kept asking for something. And she's like, no, we've got that. We've got that. That was take so-and-so. We got that. You know, so, oh, I love when the engineers oh, yeah. are like, well, he actually did that. You want to hear it again real and quick? Then and you're they like, had please the, hear it again. And I like when they have the confidence in the engineer to say, do you think we need anything else? Towards the end, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, "Oh no, we got everything we need. It's fantastic, you know." And it's great when that happens, and it makes mm-hmm. you feel better. Yeah. You guys yeah. got uh, anything else you want to talk to Charles about? Because we've we've held him up for a while today, and and uh, any other questions or crazy quandaries or <laughs> nothing I could think of. I mean, like I always enjoy talking to Charles. Man, it's good stuff. Yes. So if anything comes up, I'll just message him, and then I can tell you guys what he said. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. That'll there work. You go. <laughs> I, I do appreciate it, Charles. I know you've been on VO Life a couple of times. We did VO Atlanta uh, episodes, and then we did another early interview with you way back when. Yeah. Um, you might want to go listen to that and see if you see if you told the same story. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Charles is a lot of early stories morph over the years, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can they can morph into other things. Yeah, but that uh, I know we did it uh, that last episode when you're talking about kind of my origin story. That was that's a hundred percent though. That never changes. It is. It's, it is, and I love it. And I, I told these yeah. guys what was coming. I said he's got the best. <laughs> now he got how you got into VO. You're going to love this. And I'm just sitting there watching their reactions to it. I really enjoyed it. Hey, I know we did it last episode, but do it on this episode. Remind everybody how to find you because they really, if you're a voice actor, if you're listening to this, you probably are. You need to be following Charles and uh, watching his annex on TikTok as well. <laughs> Thanks. Um, my website is www.charlesthevoice.com. Uh, I have demos on there, have client lists, and just there's a little blurb about me in there too. Uh, there's my contact info is on there if you ever want to reach out to me. Uh, also, my socials uh, for TikTok, it's Charles the Voice VO. And I, you know, we we're talking about that. And that is really a place for me to share a little bit about VO. Um, and then also just an area because I love character acting. I don't have a character demo. I've done a lot of character work, uh, but that is kind of like a little breath of fresh air between auditions and thing like, things like that to just kind of mm-hmm. just kind of go a little give a little extra you know get a little crazy yeah. and do some fun stuff uh yep. so follow me on there if you like you could always shoot me a dm on there also uh and on instagram i'm charles underscore the underscore voice yep. 
Charles the Voice. And I believe your the branding voice. is let me do the talking. Yep, let me do the talking. Leave the talking yeah, to me. Yeah, leave the talking to me. Leave the talking to me. That's it. I, I was close. <laughs> yeah, you were close. I was close. Hey, thanks uh, all of you guys for joining. And we really appreciate all our listeners out there. If you want to reach us or, or reach out by email, just send an email to another VO podcast at gmail.com. And we'll be glad. To, would love to get your comments and questions and what, what we should be doing on the podcast to help you guys out. Yeah. All right, everybody have a good rest of your week and weekend. And um, Alden, Jake, my yep. wonderful co-host, thanks for joining again. And Charles, enjoy the uh, hot Texas weather. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks guys, for having me on. I, I really appreciate the opportunity and, and hanging out with you like this also. So uh, thanks a lot. Fun yeah, stuff. It's been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Fun oh, yeah. stuff. See you guys next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to anothervopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at anothervopodcast. See you next time.